And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd and Me podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we are talking about WandaVision episode four. We interrupt this program. You know, I never realized these things actually had like titles to the to the episodes. Yeah, <laughs> last week was now in color. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think of? Oh, spoiler alert! First of all, right? Uh, what do you think of this episode? Well. Not a lot of Wanda Vision in it, or at least not a lot of new footage. I think this is what a lot of people were asking for. It's kind of an explanation of what's going on. I liked it as an episode, but a little bit me, a little part of me is sad that they this episode happens because I enjoyed speculating what was going on. I enjoyed not knowing what we were watching and trying to figure out what was going on. And this episode gave a lot of answers. Yeah, I, I could definitely say the first three, it's the reason why you and I have been podcasting weekly on it, is because it just promoted a lot of intrigue and a lot of questions. And this one, you know, uh, still some questions, but n- nothing like the first three. But uh, I I liked it, you know, e- even though it wasn't the same kind of WandaVision. I don't think you could sustain that. I don't think you can go, let's say, five or six episodes of still it's just too many questions at that point if you if you had to keep pushing. It eventually, it had to happen. I do have my issues with this episode. I mean, I can definitely say the first three, I was very pleased with it. Very interesting. But this this one, I kind of had some issues. Did, did you feel the same way, too? Or did, were you okay with it? Do you mean issues with the story or performances? Uh, I would say performances, mostly. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah there's, there's the scientist from... Thor, who I never really liked in Thor, and she just carried that over to this, um, which I didn't, I didn't think too. I thought some of the jokes were not placed properly. Does that make sense? Uh, the timing was definitely off. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I, uh, yeah. Other than that, I was I was okay. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I liked about it, and I think the fact that you, you're right, they they kind of needed to do this episode in regards to really explaining a lot of what's going on because. You know, after episode one and two, you know, on the internet, people are like, what is this show about? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, you know, you and I even talked last week about how, you know, thankfully, episode three opened up the world a little bit more and really got us talking and kept us interested. So I understand why they did this. Uh, hopefully, this is the last one of these they, they do. And, you know, for however, when there are five left, they'll um they'll kind of do a back, you know, like we'll see scenes from both outside and inside the reality in every episode. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I had problems with it. Like I said, maybe the timing of the jokes, things were off like that. And, um, yeah, just, and, and like the one actress who as an actress, I don't mind her. I just didn't like the character that much in Thor and they carried it over here. Well, let's start from the beginning. Cause I think how this show opens, like when I, when I started watching, cause I watched, you know, first thing when I woke up. Mm-hmm. And that first opening scene, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Because that was, I was like, 
I do this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I love the opening scene. I because I, it took me a second to you know I watched it early in the morning too. It, it took me a second to realize what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm like, why? Like my you know, I probably because it was early. My brain was like, why do you make it look like they're undusting? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, oh wait a minute, it's because they dusted. It's and the only uh, time we really saw that was oh no, we didn't. I was gonna say we, we saw, saw that in Spider Man, but didn't. we did. This we did. Like yeah. No, and this is what this is the second thing that popped into my mind. I'm like, this is a cool visual. It's a great effect, and I love that this is how they're bringing these people in the hospital back. But they set the precedent in Far From Home that they just kind of reappeared. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wish they. It's like they didn't even watch their own dang movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought it was a great effect. Um, I thought the confusion was overplayed. I don't know if, it, if people would be that confused and like that because it looked like a you know bomb had gone off or something. Like people didn't know what to do. But um, but wouldn't you be freaking out all of a sudden? You know, the the, the half the fifty percent all of a sudden reappeared out of nowhere, like literally out of thin air. Wouldn't that that would freak me out? I think. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, but I I thought what was weird was. See, this is what I'd, I'd be more me. like, I'd be like, oh, come on. You got me when you disappeared. <laughs> there you go. Make a decision. <laughs> when Thanos uh, snapped his fingers, right, and people disappeared, right. and then when they reappeared, they just randomly randomly reappeared anywhere? Because it's not well, necessarily I, where they left off, is it? Right, because people were in airplanes and stuff like that. So And, and time passed. Right, five years passed. And, right, so <laughs> well, I, I read somewhere where, or it was a, it might have been a Russo brothers like ask me anything thing, and people were like, um, they said when who's it, the Hulk? When yeah. the Hulk snapped his fingers, he wished for everybody that was, um, blipped away. Which why why are they calling it the blip? I thought it was called the decimation. I'm very confused about this whole thing. Maybe one is to eliminate, and the blip, the uncool version, is to reappear. Yeah, right. So anyway, when when the Hulk snapped his fingers, he wished for everybody that had been disappeared to reappear safely. Safely. Huh? Safely. All right, that makes so, sense. So, you know, if you're crossing the street, you're not going to reappear in front of the car. <laughs> and, you know, because think about it, if uh, Nick Fury and and uh, Maria Hill reappear in the middle of the street. Who knows what would have happened? Right. Well, they did make some. Someone made the comment like, "Oh, everyone reappeared and we're overwhelmed someplace." You know. Right. Like, huh? <laughs> what was going on? You know, like people that were in surgery all of a sudden they need surgery. Well, I, I guess anything could happen. Yeah. Well, I, I well, think that's thinking too deep into it. Yeah, but I'm really glad we got to see a scene like that. And that's it's funny because I never thought, I never thought about seeing the actual coming back. Like I mean, I would now now I'm like, oh, I wish we could go back to Titan or to Wakanda and see that heroes reappear. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great opening scene. Um, uh, Captain Marvel's friend, uh, what was the mom, the daughter is Monica, the main the character in this. I forgot the mom's name. Um, you know, she was Captain Captain Marvel's friend in the '90s. She passes away from cancer. Uh, I thought it was interesting that she helped found Sword, which yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I just also I thought there were plenty of natural ways to slip in MCU references, and they really didn't. You what, know? what do you mean? Well, just in terms of you know, you could have thrown a reference in like you know, since Shield's been disbanded you know we're the main people or whatever oh, or, okay gotcha or you know you know since the avengers you know that battle up in new york you know because literally because hulk snapped before the actual battle 
so she came back before, you know, while all that was happening, the battle in New York was going on. Right. Um, just little things like that. I felt like you could, you could throw a little references, but no, I, I thought the opening was great. It's definitely, it grabs you. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was, it was weird because I timed it. So I was watching the, you know, the, the intro and I got seven minutes in and for some reason I totally forgot I was watching WandaVision, you know, cause I was so used to the sitcom and, and right. the, you know, the light comedy and stuff. And this was a strong departure of, it was just a, a completely different flavor than what we've been watching. I'm not saying it was bad. It was just different. And right. I totally forgot what I was watching, you know, like, Oh, what's, what's going on? Like, what is the premise of this? And in one episode, they explained, I'm, I, mean, I don't know, is it too much or it was just enough? But it was, gosh, it, it answered, I think, I was I was thinking maybe I should listen to our first, you know, two episodes on this to cover the first three shows on all the questions that we had. It seemed like they answered a lot. Well, that's the thing. I think it answered a lot of questions from one, two and three. But does that mean there are no more questions? You well, know, we don't know who the people that the that one has been interacting with, right? Because well, go ahead. Well, because you know, Detective Wu was doesn't yeah. Detective Wu was like, okay, who's this person? Who do we recognize? And they started creating that bulletin board like they do on all TV shows. Yeah, which made me jealous because I'm like, why haven't I created a bulletin board for this show yet? <laughs> it's one thing I'm missing. And, and some like a yarn of string, how to connect it all together. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> I thought they were identifying them and they were finding out. And this is one of one of the things I wanted to bring up with you is that I was in the assumption that when they were like, oh, these two people are really these two people. That oh, right, they, right, right. Gotcha. That they were naming that they were naming people that live in the town, the real town of Westview. Hmm. And I found that one of the things I, I thought about immediately was like, why haven't they identified Agnes yet? Because Agnes is, you know, she's like third lead in this in the, in the TV, in the quote unquote TV show, you know, after WandaVision she's the one that gets the most screen time so they, oh, definitely they, didn't, have... they didn't identify her name at all no ah. they, well i would you would think if they did they would show that yeah because they showed ancillary ancillary they showed background characters <laughs> who they are so why would maybe, they... maybe they have to pay her if they mention her name <laughs> yeah, maybe. but no I, that's why i think she's involved in it a lot i think you know, more you so than just regular that people aim is involved yeah yeah and my thinking was uh, after watching something like, oh, I guess Ames not involved. But, I was, but then I was like, wait a minute, they could still be involved. Sword might not even know they're involved. What do you mean? How can they? Because maybe Aim is involved in another way. Maybe oh, Ames. Oh, and yeah. Because even um, Jimmy Woo put on his board, what do the hexagons mean? Right, right, right. Which is funny. Which is where I'm like, oh, me and Jimmy, we think alike. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, how cool was it when he introduces himself to Monica that he does a magic trick with his business card? Oh yeah, that's which cute. is a callback. Call yeah, Ant Man too, where where uh, he's trying to learn hand magic. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of the two, J Jimmy Wu, I so I had issues with him and, and Darcy also. You know, I kind of felt the same way as you. Darcy just she was a character I just never I didn't like her in Thor, and she brought that over, you know, and just just something so annoying. And then when you get you know, Detective Wu, I wasn't crazy about him either in Ant-Man because he just seemed like, I don't know, like the dorky FBI agent. And then all of a sudden now I'm supposed to take him just a little bit more seriously. And when they're together, it was not a good mix. And it almost seems like 
uh, Monica and and the cast that surrounds her, like Monica and the the the, the new director, um, right. th- when they're on screen, they just seem different. Like they're like like if we're watching a movie, okay, I can see that. It's like they're like movie actors, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I see Darcy and Wu, it's like it's like I'm watching a a really bad sitcom. Like they don't belong, <laughs> like, right? Or the caliber of acting, maybe that's what it is. But I'm sure they're directed purposely that way. But it, j- it just seemed very unbalanced. I mean, we're talking about we watched our first three episodes and. Everyone's doing a great job selling their parts, and I was really, really getting thrown into the show. And this is probably the first time I felt I was, I kept pulling, I was in and I was out of it. I was in and out of it. And it was mostly when those characters are on screen, because I didn't know how to take, <coughs> excuse me, I don't know how to take Detective Wu, because in Ant-Man, he's like the the comedy part of it, you know? This time he didn't he didn't play that role, so it was kind of hard to take him a little seriously in this. Yeah, I think he, I think what what happens with Darcy and Wu is that in their respective movies, Ant Man and Thor, they were the comic relief. They they really added nothing to the stories. Yeah. Of Ant Man and Thor, and then you pull them into this where they're they're pretty integral to the party because Darcy is the one that discovers the signal, and and Wu is the one working with Monica. Um, you know, he's the only on-camera representation of the FBI we have there. Mm-hmm. Um, almost kind of makes me wish they would have just, you know, just threw in a line and made him sword. And be like, oh, yeah, I transferred from FBI to sword. Right. Um, but, no, I get what you're saying because they do have an integral part in this episode. And, and, and what we knew of them before that is they were just comic relief. And, you know. It, it does it did kind of throw it off. And, and the real lack of Vision Scar, which. I found really weird. I mean, we only had that one original scene at the end when we see exactly what happens to Monica, mm-hmm. how she gets kicked out of the the alternate reality or whatever we want to call it. And um, yeah, I, I you know, it, it was good. It it was good, but it's also that answering a lot of questions and and, and it's not even a disappointment of things not being because I think we kind of guessed everything correctly, right? Yeah, I, yeah, we definitely said like the, the beekeeper was definitely someone from the outside coming in. We just weren't exactly too sure where they were. Right. And in regards to the helicopter thing, what did we say with that one? We did say it was some. Oh no, we thought it was like a real helicopter dropping, dropping, dropping in, but it was yeah. still it was a, basically a drone. But that doesn't explain right. the color change. And the one that Monica flew in was a plane, not a helicopter. Right. Oh, no, well, it was a drone. It was a. Oh, I, yeah, I got it. So there's a throwaway line that they they changed it. Maybe the and that's the thing. Maybe the reality changed it to fit in with the aesthetics of what was created there, which is kind of what happened to Jer- um, Monica. Which because we also thought Monica went in on purpose to try to help or save people. She accidentally gets pulled in. Uh, I think there was a memory thing going on with her where she didn't know she was Monica. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she she was cast as this Geraldine and then that's what she was doing and you know when they have moments of real and that's the thing real reality is 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 seeping in and Wanda's doing everything she can to kind of kick it out ah so let's let's all right this is a good springboard let's go back to our speculation as to what is really going on with Wanda now that you've you've watched episode four what do you think is going on with her now I think it's a psychological break. I think she's broken from reality. I think 
Um, or at the very least, someone is manipulating her, the psych, the psychological aspect of everything that's happened to her. Um, because she's, she's ridiculously powerful to the point where even people outside, like the sheriffs from East, um, what's it called? Something Eastview. Eastview. Uh, are acting like Westview never existed. Oh, and by the way, we're both from New Jersey. There is no Route 2. There, <laughs> there is Eastview or Westview, New Jersey. Yeah, I thought, I thought um, it was Coles in Jersey, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in the, in the comic books, they moved to Leonia, which is a real town in New Jersey. Yeah. Which by a house in Leonia. Um, so she's ridiculously powerful, and she's the cause of this, but is she being manipulated? Now, Alan, if you watch my YouTube video on the comics that might have inspired WandaVision, you'll you'll <laughs> know that in House of M, when she changes reality so that everybody gets along and the mutants aren't persecuted and she's a normal person, she's not a mutant. Everybody thought Magneto made her do it, but it was really she was persuaded by her brother. So is there something like this going on? Is hmm. she being was she persuaded by whoever Agnes were? Again, I still believe Agnes is an agent for a higher I was going to say higher power, but I might go the other way. So, um, <laughs> is Agnes working for someone? And was Wanda was Wanda taken advantage of in her weekend mental psychological state after? Because you 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 know you have to think that after a huge battle, after everything she went through, losing vision, uh, you know, blipping away for five years, still mourning the loss of her brother, um, Tony Stark gone, Cap old and pretty much gone. Um, you have to imagine that after the funeral and every, and life quote unquote gets back to normal that that all kind of hit her. You know, it's it's like, and I hate to, I hate to bring the podcast down, but you know when you lose someone in your life, and you go through the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? You go through the 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 motion, I guess, of you know having the wake and the funeral and shaking people's hands and giving hugs and all. There's, there's always a moment, especially, you know, the closer someone is to you that has passed, there's always those moments when you go back to your normal life, but it kind of hits you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It all hits you in your normal life. And I I think Wanda was in this moment because it's roughly three weeks after uh, the blip, right? Because she came back to S.W.O.R.D. three weeks later. Monica did. And I think, I think Wanda was just kind of living life and it kind of just hit her and she had like a little breakdown and someone took advantage of that. Yeah, I felt Wanda, she essentially cracked a little bit. And yeah, I agree with you. I think someone's tapping into that where she's at her most vulnerable. And I was really thinking like this this whole week, you know, just kind of thinking about the show. It's kind of like, what is going on with her? Like, because they're in the, the vision was a soul stone, right? The vision was a mind stone. The mind stone. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's. It freaked me out when Vision walks in and you see dead Vision. You know. That, oh, I, I wrote that in my notes, dude. I, I jumped. It startled me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, he's got the hole in his head. He's gray. Yeah. Yeah, and so what? What really creeped me out was like, God, you know, after this whole time, is Wanda manipulating? Like, like every time we see Vision on screen, it, are we watching dead Vision? You know, like is this? I, I, for me it freaked me out thinking like she's playing house with a dead body you know and she's create she's creating this whole world this empty world in her mind just to cope with what happened not only did vision die she killed vision 
you know, I mean, initially, right? She's the one that actually right, right, right. killed her. Yeah, and there, yeah. there was go with that. Because remember, there was that, that whole scene in Infinity War where she's like, I can't do it. I can't. And he's like, you have to. And, you know, he says back to her, all I see is you. You know, yeah. like, and it was devastating for her. And she meant it when she said to Thanos, you took everything from me. Right. You know, and he comes back like, oh, well, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. she, not like, only did she kill Vision, but she saw him die twice at the hands yeah. of Thanos also brutally exactly. uh, I might add and so it it freaked me out when I it, it's yeah it, it definitely startled me too but it just made me think like god you know in, in Wanda's mind before this episode Wanda and Vision they're like soulmates I mean you're talking about like someone not from the you know from America and then Vision is essentially created by the the what was the Mind Stone, right? The Mind Stone, Mind Stone yeah. with with the with the intellect where, from Tony Stark's computer, or whatever, and became sentient, right? And that's where Wanda got her powers too. Don't forget the Mind Stone, right? Yeah, and so they are connected via that, and that emotional breakdown that must have created this. Someone must be playing with her, manipulating her own powers against her, because like we said in even the last episode, sometimes her powers were out of control. And at times, no control. Like she couldn't right. make that stork disappear. And then when she, when a water broke, the whole town was like underwater and stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I this is it got a little creepy and just made me really think about this whole episode, this this whole entire time. Is this something just created by Vision? It kind of made me sad. Like she's playing with dead Vision. I guess yeah. Vision's just really dead. Like he isn't coming back because this is just. Just well, in her mind, or or created through her mind. I yeah. Well, a lot of it is well. Yeah, it's in her mind, but it's made manifest. It's like I. You're right. There might be an actual gray, empty shell vision, like that. She's like a puppet walking around this town. Good God! And what if <laughs> you know? It, yeah. It's, what if the the the, the regular townspeople? That's what they see. <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> They're interacting with this thing. Um. So I, I really like, and look, we talked about it, you know, the, the Twilight Zone aspect to it. Just you, there's, I just love, and I, there's just under undercurrent of creepiness in all these episodes. Right. You know, I, I really, it's a great job. But uh, yeah, so they answered the questions. We know that swords outside. We know it's an alternate or a, I don't even know what word to use. Alternate, not alternate reality. It's just a, a different reality uh, being created by Wanda. The biggest question, I guess, is is she doing it all on her own or is someone manipulating her? Yeah. And what is what is Agnes? Agnes is not a regular townsperson. Right. Yeah, I think everyone else is, but I don't think Agnes is. Right. Someone's pulling well, that, someone's What happened to the beekeeper, dude? Uh, yeah, what happened to him? Because he true. shouldn't know. He shouldn't know. He he thinks he's a beekeeper, right? Oh, yeah. But remember Wanda re- rewound? So maybe that kind of like pushed him out Okay. Maybe. Oh, that's another thing I want to bring up. So, who's doing the edits? The edits. What do you mean? Because there's two parts in the show where they're watching, and it it kind of skips, and they're like, "Well, it's like someone's editing it, or someone." I oh, these I got edits. the impression Wanda was doing that. Like she's creating her own reality. She's she's editing out the things that she doesn't want. Oh, okay. I I thought it was someone else. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's an impression I got out of it. You know, I think with this episode, I think why I'm kind of torn with it. I did like it. Don't get me wrong. I did like it. But I think it was one episode of just, <laughs> this sounds weird, too many answers. 
You know, I, yeah. I think it would have been good if they gave us some and maybe next week a little more. But it almost seems like, okay, for the last few episodes, here you go. <laughs> this is what's right. going on. It was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I think I, I wanted a little less info and learn as we go. But uh, well, that's why I'm hopeful that next few episodes will 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 bring up even more questions so that we can kind of. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, here's the answers to these things, but wait till you see what's coming. So the biggest one basically is who's who essentially is pulling the strings if there is someone else. Why the kids? Why the for the children business? You know? Yeah. And is Vision alive? Is Vision alive? Yeah. There's, so there's still a lot more left to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think I was just expecting us to hit. Uh, we were supposed to be in the 80s, right? Isn't that what we expected this episode right, to be? Right, because there were 70s last week. So, you know, right, so I think I was expecting that, and, and I wasn't expecting, like, that's why I, I looked at the time, I'm like, wait a minute, seven minutes, what's going on? You know, where, where's where's Wanda and Vision? And like you said, we didn't get to the very end, but how did you feel when you saw Wanda? Obviously, it wasn't the, the same Wanda that we've been watching over, over the last several years. This was a different Wanda, you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't you feel kind of... What, what what were your thoughts on that when you saw Wanda angry? When, yeah, when Wanda confronted Monica, I was like, like scared of Wanda. Not like actually scared of Wanda, right? But you know, like, I was like, whoa, whoa. this is <laughs> this is a side of Wanda we've never seen. Yeah, and I think I think Elizabeth also did a great job with it. And um, it's just to me, I'm like, this is how badly she needs this reality to be true. Like she threw Monica through three walls. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, she's asking Monica these questions and Monica's not answering. And my fe- my feeling was, was it that she was like, oh, I can't tell her I'm from S.W.O.R.D. or whatever. I, I genuinely think she doesn't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Like she's as confused as anybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, when, even when she brought up Ultron, she didn't know. It was like a memory just kind of popped into her head and she just said it out loud. And. And she knew it upset Wanda, but she might not have even known why, you know? Right. So, no, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. The, the actress that played Monica Rambeau, t- tell me, she used to, wasn't she Captain Marvel at one point? Or was she always Photon? The actress? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, the, the, character? the character, yeah. Was she yeah, ever Monica, Captain Marvel? Monica Rambeau was her, her, I believe her first superhero name was Captain Marvel. Because uh, when she joined the Avengers... I think Captain Marvel had just died or something. I, I don't know the whole history, but she was definitely. Um, I started reading around Secret Wars when that came out, and she was part of Secret Wars, and she was called Captain Marvel. She's the she's the first Captain Marvel I knew. The only thing I remember about Captain Marvel before her was a graphic novel my cousin had called The Death of Captain Marvel, which was about the first one getting cancer and dying. Um, so, and she had light power. She could turn into light. She could travel to speed of light. Things like that. Light blast, energy blast, and um, yeah, and she was even leader of Avengers at one point. See, I I so, remember her. I remember I remember her being Captain Marvel, and I was thinking, you know what? Yeah. I kind of wish they built the Captain Marvel movie around her versus Brie Larson. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. They took so they took. She was Miss Marvel. Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel for the longest time, and then she became. She got promoted. She went, and she, got, she went to space. Her powers changed. She became binary, I think her name was. Then she came back, uh, and then she took on the name War Warbird for a while. She was an Avenger Warbird. Then I think she went back to Captain Marvel. No, then she went back to Miss Marvel, and then she eventually took on the name Captain Marvel. And Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, eventually became Photon. Photon, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I was watching you know the show, and I was like, you know what? That would have been cool if I if this character, this lady, played like they based the movie on her Captain Marvel. Her version of Captain Marvel, yeah. Yeah, versus Carol Danvers, or maybe it was just Brie Larson. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, you know, Monica just seems maybe that's what it is because I remember Captain Marvel. I remember her being Captain Marvel for me when I first was introduced to the character. Uh-huh. Uh, and that for some reason she just made more sense. I I think uh, of being Captain Marvel than than Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Right. You know, being that she's yeah. Cree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a I have a, and this is a recent thing. Like I don't know if Marvel trying to act like Captain uh, Dick Carroll there was been Captain Marvel this whole time, but i have miss marvel number one which came out like 2008 2009 so and it was like shortly after that series they started pushing this carol danvers this captain marvel thing on people hmm. yeah so, okay anyway yeah so, maybe i just like her as an actress because uh she's she's doing well she was good she's really good yeah yeah i mean considering you know she's playing two different roles you know Ger- geraldine role and the moniker role yeah uh, hey th- this guy this uh acting director tyler hayward th- that name does not ring a bell i don't I, I was trying to think of who is that guy. Yeah, yeah if, if that's an MCU Easter egg, it's a deep one. So I would watch a YouTube video on that. <laughs> oh, so so you, they're not familiar with you either? Tyler Hayward, no. Yeah, I was trying to think, but you know, when I saw that that actor, I was, you know, immediately, dude, I'm thinking if they were able to do like another MCU movie and they did like Earth X, boom, that's Captain America. Can Director you, Haywood. Yeah, the, the the act. No, 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 not director Haywood, but the, the actor I mean, that the played actor? that guy. Remember, like in Earth X, Captain America, he's like bald and he has like Scarred a scar of the yeah. A on his head. And he's got the mm-hmm. American flag as his outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay, calling it. <laughs> uh, I have one question. Yeah, it's only because they mentioned it a few times. But does the radiation CMBR cosmic? microwave something something really something i don't know to be banned maybe cosmic microwave band radio uh radiation you think that's anything huge because they make a point to bring it up twice and they talk about how it's radiation from the big bang hmm uh it, it sounded odd the, the name yeah. of it well you, the, yeah you know they, they did mention it yeah it probably does mean something and why why would she broadcast the tv show Wanda? That's why. That's why I'm thinking she's being manipulated. Like that's her rational side trying to ask, you know, get help out. Like ask for help. You know what I mean? Why live in reality and and and? Because look, those waves are getting out there. That's why Darcy was able to find them. Right. So why put that out there? Why put it out as a TV show? Why not just live the sitcom life? Why does it have to be broadcast? Right. Why? Why does it even have to be a sitcom at all? I mean, she has the power to apparently just to take over a whole town and create it in any vision <laughs> that she wants yeah. why Wait. that's true why why is it come what of yeah, all things some, maybe there's like a side of her that is more rational that's why that to me makes me feel like there's some kind of manipulation going on huh somewhere yeah yeah i don't know and i i you know in every episode i get i get closer because i think we're going to see uh dr strange in like the last episode or next to last episode or something dr strange I think he's going to make an appearance. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, all I think now is that when this series o- is over, it's just going to be the game changer in the MCU, I think. Because this, I think, just changes everything. It's, I think it's what springboards 
all the weird stuff that's going on. So I don't think it's going to end with a nice tight bow and wrapping things up. If anything, I think it's going to be something extremely major that's going to have a ripple effect across everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This yeah. is setting up phase whatever they're up to, eight. This is setting <laughs> up this is setting up post Avengers MCU. Yeah. Something something whatever however this ends, it's definitely going to leave well, we know, we know, we know it's going to impact at least Doctor Strange because and she's in the movie, right? And well, Spidey because Doctor Strange is in, going to be in Spidey, and she's going to be in Doctor Strange. So, see, I think that's cool. I think, mm-hmm. I think having like when they had Thanos, that was like the common thread amongst all the Marvel movies, almost kind of leading up to it. You right. know, you, because it was, it was an Infinity Gauntlet, the comic books, you had to build. You need a lot more characters to go against Thanos, so you you had to have that, and having this, what multiverse or time bending thing because of what happened to Infinity War, it does make it interesting. And I I think your call on Kang the Conqueror possibly being that main villain, ooh, it's 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 getting it's getting tighter, <laughs> like that that notion that that's the main bad guy. I, it's. I think it almost confirms it at this point, well, right? What if they're doing? Oh my God! What if they're doing two converging things where they do the multiverse, but they also do some kind of time, like Kang, and then maybe the two villains get together at some point. Who Kang and who? Mephisto. I don't know someone. Yikes! Because I feel like I really feel like if Wanda is being manipulated, it's either by aim or by a metaphysical thing. I don't know that time. If they're going to introduce time, unless they're going to totally change Kang and not be a time traveling guy, but Loki's all about time travel in the series. True. So, I don't know. Do you think? And and do you think also because because it seems like you have you have two out you have two tracks of these Marvel movies are going now. You're having the multiverse, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. You have the time uh, thing, uh, whatever time travel, which would be the Loki series and Ant-Man, Quantumania. That we know of so far. We don't know what Shang Chi is about. We don't know what Eternals is about. Um, well, we the, what, uh, what I was saying is that Captain Marvel has started to introduce the Kree and shape shifting too. And you know, when I saw that, I thought for sure they're going to lead towards Secret Invasion. You know, where yeah. where other heroes that we've known this whole time turn out to be not who we think they are. So I thought there were. They were leaning towards that, but when they when they started introducing the inter- Eternals, it's like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> so I, I, I'm not too sure exactly which angle that they're taking, but boy, they got a lot of storylines that, that that they can tap into uh, for the coming future. Like you said, you got the time traveling thing, you got the Kree, you got so many things at this point. You know, that's even unresolved too. You know, are we going to see Adam Warlock eventually? You know, I thought they were building up to that too. Remember Guardians of the Galaxy? He might be in Guardians 3 maybe. Right. So, yeah. So that's another avenue that they can take. But I, I th- it'd be good and smart if, if, it, if it came down to like one solitary bad guy or bad guys like they did with Thanos. You know, it was something right. that over the next decade we're like, oh, finally, another big monster marvel event so yeah i i i I don't think we're gonna get this nice closure with wandavision if anything's the exact opposite no i i mean we might when we do the the last episode 
podcast, we might be crying. I mean, Vision might be dead for realsy realsies, and Wanda might be in a nut house. And <laughs> hey, last episode, we should have a disclaimer that we're going to be cussing the f out. Of it. <laughs> yeah, or or we just might be like, oh my god, I can't wait for Doctor Strange movie or whatever. You know, hey, dude, you know it's only a thirty minute episode. Maybe we should do a, a like a live like. We, re- we record while we're watching it for the first Dude, time. I was totally thinking about that because <laughs> it's called group watch. Like, we can group watch it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah. Which yeah, I don't know can... what that – I'm not exactly sure what that means, but I guess we would out. start – we'd be watching and starting at the same time and all that stuff, I guess, right? Yeah, we can do that. All right, maybe we'll do the last episode like all that. Right, all right, Well, let's hear from the fans. Would you like to hear a live – a podcast of one, the last episode of One Division. How about that? Right. And that's cool. All right, we got something to something to plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, that's it for this week. I'm sure I'll plan to say next week. So next week, I think we definitely tap into the '80s. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I legit hope we're back in in the town. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, maybe I I may have to do. A rewatch of episodes? No, I'm probably not. I don't know. I think definitely watching the next episode, we're, we're going to be seeing it from a different point of view at this point because now we know more, you know. And uh, you know what? I don't. I do you did think like, they still do the aspect ratio and all that? You think they still do that? Yeah, I, I think they do. So we all I know think, what's going on. Yeah, because '80s is still kind of like that. You know what? I, I'm going to be upset though if they're going to if they're going to keep bouncing in and out. You know, from one division out to back to Darcy and Wu. That's gonna annoy me a little bit, I think. Yeah, you know, because I, I, again, they, they really, every time they're on screen, they, they pulled me out. But then, when, when I see uh, Monica's character, I'm, I'm, she pulls me back in because I, maybe it's acting or, or something. But I think I need more Wandavision just, just I mean, to they, see what's gonna happen. They didn't even give us the Wandavision like theme, like a fake theme song, or even the title card. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. I was like, hey, where is the, the opening of the show? And I want to talk real quickly about the music. Uh, of course, you had Help Me Rhonda in episode two when, when Wu was talking to him on the radio. Mm-hmm. And um, this one ends with Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix, which, come on, Voodoo Child, that's got to be, that's got to that's mean something. It's got to mean something. Yeah. So, and there were no uh, fake commercials in this episode. Isn't there a Marvel character called Brother Voodoo? Yeah, he was actually Sorcerer Supreme for a little while recently. Oh, okay. Oh. Hey. Oh, maybe they introduced him. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it looks like next episode is the Halloween next episode where they dress up in their comic accurate costumes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brother Voodoo, you heard it here <laughs> first, kids. <laughs> Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything else. I. I liked it overall. Uh, uh, we haven't been grading these episodes, huh? No. No. Uh, yeah. Shall we start? <laughs> Let's. What's Agnes's secret? Ugh. She's got to be a bad guy, right? She's. She, bad guy. You know, she seemed in in last episode. She she seemed just as fearful. Uh, in front of Vision, you know, when they're standing by the hedges. Right. She seemed pretty fearful. Like she did not seem like a person that was in control or or was like yeah, she she did not look like a person in control of the situation. She looked scared. Okay. But no no, I agree with you. I, I yeah, I I didn't even think that she wasn't on the bulletin board today. 
uh, that they were putting up. So yeah, maybe you're you're onto something that she's not from there. Could be rabbit. Could be. <laughs> All right. So I mean, not as hyped as last week because I literally texted you last week. So I'm like, oh my god, you got to watch it. We have the podcast on it <laughs> um, because we weren't going to. We were just gonna, we were just going to do the opening and maybe the last show. But this has really piqued our curiosity. So. Well, this has been fun though, and I, I hope yeah. I hope the listeners like what we're doing and and following along with us because this is different. I mean, like you and I have said several times, boy, after Endgame, like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how how much I'm gonna ride this one, but boy, they they pulled me in, and if if they're successful, huh, it's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. But I I'm in, I'm 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 on for the ride this time. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because usually with uh like Netflix shows I'm behind like you know when when oh for example like the boys came out like on Amazon Prime I I came on board really late so it's it's one of this is probably one of the few times I'm actually like on it week per week even the Mandalorian like I wasn't watching it like day of release I was watching it either like a Saturday night or a Sunday night with the family and this is when oh wake up Disney plus gotta watch the TV show yeah no it's it's I yeah I think I said last week it's it's something to look forward to, you know, like, Oh, I can't wait till, well, usually I can't wait till Friday cause it's the last day before the weekend. But, um, you know, I was doing it with the Mandalorian. I'd wake up, watch it before I got ready for work and I'm doing a WandaVision. And I have a feeling I'll do it with Falcon and winter soldier. Okay. So oh, yeah. we have, we have two major like Disney original series that, that just came out, right? We got the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and we got WandaVision. I know they're apples and oranges, mm-hmm. which one are you more excited for in regards to like when the episodes were coming out? Um, I'd say, I mean, it's only been three, four, one, two, three, two or four episodes. There's only three, you know, opportunities to get excited for them. I'd say, I'd say this because I, and look, it's only four episodes in, but um, I'm like, what's gonna happen next week? And it's, uh, and it's, I think it's gonna be finite. I don't know if there's gonna be like a season two. Hmm. You know, um, yeah. I never, I never thought of Mandalorian as one off. Like I, I, even though they might not have said, I never thought. I always thought it would go beyond one season. Um, yeah, I and and because it's so quick, it's like I know I can watch it. Like there were times I woke up a little later than usual and I couldn't watch the whole episode of Mandalorian before I could get get to work. So um, I know I can, you know, watch this whole episode and, and kind of think about it all day, even at work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm leaning and, more and towards WandaVision. Like more questions, yeah. Yeah, it, and, it and each it. episode really, I mean, they are like running right into it. Like each episode connects tightly where Mandalorian, and I'm not bashing Mandalorian, it's a cool show, but there are some episodes where like, like if you didn't watch it, some episodes you could actually skip it if you needed to. Yeah, this one I, I think you need every single episode in, and I'm having a blast, a blast watching it, and well, and, it, and thinking and talking with you about it, you know, discussing like trying to figure things out between the show itself and how it affects the future. I mean, it, I read somewhere before it started that oh, it's like it's going to be like a four hour movie, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that now. Like this is one like the like the Mandalorian, you can watch single episodes, you can skip episodes, mm-hmm. but this is like one long movie so yeah. far. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It's it's so unique, maybe unique. I mean, it is kind of Twilight Zone-ish, but you know what Marvel did over the last decade is just phenomenal, and the fact that they're 
doing something like this and capitalizing on this is is just brilliant. And right. this is Kevin Feige. Holy crap, that guy's a genius. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's good. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up with Mon's Basement Collectibles? Hey, I enjoyed this uh, week of books, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was in the Mon's Envision mood, so I posted some Mon's Envision comics. Um, you know, just doing what I do. Uh, I want people to check out our YouTube, though. Of course, check out our Instagrams, Mon's Basement Collectibles, and Doctor Indiana Jones Jr. Or Doctor, I was afraid if it's Junior or not, but you'll both. correct me. Yeah. Okay, it's both. And uh, but I really want people to check out our YouTube channel because we've been putting up some really good stuff. I put up uh, an episode on the comics I think inspired WandaVision. Um, Alan just put up uh, one on uh, the whip he's got. It's like his fifteenth whip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I like that kangaroo hide. That's pretty awesome. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, dude. That, you know Did you what? Get crack it yet? Is it still raining? No. Nah, well, you know what? It, actually, I'm looking out my window. I can actually see blue skies for once, but uh, it's it's way too wet to uh, uh, to, to bring it out there. Yeah, because I, I I ordered the the leather. It's an ointment that you put on it to to preserve mm-hmm. it, and I'm gonna put that on before I take it outside. But no, your your YouTube was good, man. Like, if you like, well, first of all, right, we've been watching. WandaVision Disney Plus. We've been podcasting on it. Jonathan's YouTube video is awesome. Give it a watch. Give it a listen. Watch it because it is very informative because the the big thing about WandaVision, which is cool, is that it is really servicing, like if you read comic book comic books, like, you know, for the last, what, three decades or so, uh, you're going to appreciate it, you know, and I think the, John, the, 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 the books that, whoops, the books that uh, Jonathan mentions, how it's how it's tying with Wandavision, it's definitely worth a watch. It's it's really informative, and uh, John's <laughs> John's mind of comic books it, it, it's on full display. <laughs> so yeah, check out his YouTube video. It's, it's really good. Yeah, but I mean to be fair, I did reread I reread House of M and the West Coast Avenger issues, and. Um... I, I didn't reread Division of Scar, which limits here, so I was just kind of winging it from. <laughs> I think I read them once in my life. Those are books I never reread, the Division of Scar, which, so any information I have is probably incorrect in some way. But, and, and it's Way from, to sell it, John. From, well, it's both from 40 years ago, my memory from 40 years ago. But no, no, I, I mean, most of the stuff is right. I just might, maybe I got what, what issue something happened and I might have gotten wrong. No, it was good. I, I think it's, it's I think if you like what we, we, we've been doing the last couple of weeks, I think you're going to like uh, that particular video that Jonathan put up. So check, check it yeah, out. Yeah, and if you're comic book fans, I'm going to try to be, I'm trying to put more and more comic book uh, content on the YouTube channel. Um, please like and subscribe and, and, and share, share share the videos if you like them there you go alright you can find us on Facebook Nerdemy Podcast Instagram Nerdemy Twitter Nerdemy Podcast YouTube as we mentioned Nerdemy Podcast check out we, we, we've been like filling in the, that YouTube channel so it's 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 percolating uh, the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks it's been really on fire so lots of cool content on there uh, that's it anything else that's all I got for now. Till next time. It's Wanda. <laughs> it's all Wanda. Peace. Yeah, peace. <laughs>